And here at Teal Town USA, we're happy to welcome in once again our buddy Ted Ramey to the show. How are you doing? Good, sir. I'm good, AJ. How are you doing? Uh, just plugging away, excited for hockey to return. God, uh, yeah. <laughs> been, a, been a hot minute, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Dude, the last game that the Sharks played in was it's going to be 10 months, essentially. And you know what's, what's sad? And I've been talking about this with some of the uh, interviews I've been doing with some of the other broadcasters from some of the other teams is I've just been saying, like, I found myself like as on, there was football on Thursday and on Monday and on Sunday nights and the earthquakes had games for a while, but like there were points of like October and November and even now into December and into January where I'd just be puttering around on like a Tuesday or Wednesday night being like, what do I normally do with my life? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, right. I'd be watching hockey and some NBA. So yeah, this it's bringing structure, much needed structure back to my life. Is it doing that for you? Uh, well, I will say like my storage and my garage are a lot cleaner than they normally are. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. I'll find a little bit of extra time to get some stuff done, but yeah, uh, never, uh, it's never difficult to find time for some projects, you know, when, when you've got 10 months without hockey. God, <laughs> dude, it's just, it's unbelievable how long it's been. And I know we've had work stoppages before, but you know, most recently we look at the 2012, 2013 season, which didn't start similar to this into the 2013 season. And I hope that the sharks start off hot just like they did that year. Uh, but the backdrop was, I mean, there wasn't a pandemic. There wasn't political strife. There wasn't civil unrest. It's like there's so many times during the past 10 months where I there were just not enough sports to provide us all with the distraction that we needed, especially not Sharks hockey, which if you know, if if you're part of this community, it holds a very, very special place in your heart and it serves as that much more of a distraction, you know? Absolutely. I was I was starting to get a little uh worn out, exhausted from the amount of what re reruns or repeats of games like you know yeah. in, enjoy this moment from 1997 <laughs> okay that was great <laughs> yeah but it's dude i mean it's it's not the same i mean it just it does like it's cool it's cool to like go back and you're like oh i remember that guy and i haven't thought about that you know moment in a while but still it's it's not the same it's like you have you know when when they show you know a, a game 7 or when they show a certain moment you know what's going to happen it's not you know that's part of the fun is that you sit down on any given night over the course of an 82 game regular season, or, or in this case, uh, a little bit shorter than that at 56, but you're like, okay, I have no idea what's going to happen. You might be elated or you might be, you know, punching your drywall, but you know, you're going to have a, a genuine reaction in that moment. Yes, absolutely. So, and, and it's funny you bring up 13 because I mean, I remember going to that first game and that you've got, Drew Remenda and Doug Wilson and Randy Hahn and Ruzanowski, and they're all there at the the doors opening up, welcoming back fans. Uh, you know, I, I can't wait mm -hmm. for that to happen again. You know, once we can finally crack the doors, I know today Gary Bettman had a media call and talked that there are going to be a handful of teams as Arizona is one of them that is going to allow a small percentage of fans into the building. So yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see how it rolls that because the, you know, the first two are against the Sharks for Arizona. So <laughs> let's see how that rolls. I'm going to be interested to see how the tickets are divvied up in that situation. But uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you'd think season ticket holders for the Coyotes would get first dibs. And then I guess it's a lottery system. Who knows? 
Yeah. And then you just have to wonder the percentage of people that, you know, are season ticket holders who want to go because I'm sure some of them do or do not want to go. And then, yeah, like you said, a lottery system or is it just, you know, do they also look at people who are on waiting lists for season tickets and things like I don't like these are things that like you never really gave much consideration to before. Right. And like that, and the other thing I have to wonder is like you probably aren't allowed to resell them either. Like there's no resale market. I'm sure that they're going to be for the purpose of contact tracing. You're probably not going to be allowed to do resales. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine it. Yeah, but wouldn't surprise God. Are they gonna have to like ID people? Okay, we're getting off. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's again, like you can get off the rails in a real hurry. <laughs> oh my lord. Well, uh, we're here to talk obviously about uh, the launch. Uh, it actually, you know, as we're talking, launches tomorrow morning, January yeah. 12th. Uh, and we've already got up here the 2021 season preview show starting eight o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Sharks Audio Network launching so. Uh, for those unaware, uh, great 20 years with K-Fox. I know I enjoyed listening to tons of games, uh, but now everything is going to be off of the app, stream it live right to you. Now, most people are familiar with you uh, with Morning Tide, and that is going to be continuing, yes? Yes, Morning Tide will be happening Uh, The first episode this year will be on Thursday morning, the morning of the first game, and then we'll be dropping a new one uh, the morning after each game, very similar to what we did in the playoffs in 2019. And then with Morning Tide, we also had to come out every Monday morning uh, during last season, which seems so very, very long ago. And then also on Wednesday morning, uh, I will have a special uh, Honda NHL West division preview uh, coming out. That's not morning tide per se. It's just more of a look at the division because this is a, a new division that we've haven't had before with some, with some new friends and, and old enemies. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it's cool, man. I'm, I'm really excited to this. And, and just like we said in the release, it has, it's nothing to do with K Fox. Uh, that's a very, still very friendly, very, uh, you know, just a good business relationship. And obviously that's that, you know, I'm not involved in those discussions, but like, that's one thing that, Everybody, even when they're just when they've told me what was happening, they, they, they've been very clear in saying this has nothing to do with K Fox. They've been great. They've been a great partner. This is just what we're doing right now. So I just want to make sure that that's um, very much expressed because I know people have said, oh, I wonder, you know, what happened. It's like, no, no, nothing happened. That's just like everybody's very happy with K Fox. This is just the direction they're going in right now. And, uh, but, you know, everybody's excited. You know, everybody's excited to give you more sharks content. I mean, that's why, that's why your show gets numbers. That's why some of the other shows out there get numbers because the traditional media coverage, just, it's not, it, it's not there. It's not what it should be because, and we've talked about it before, um, you know, the, the love goes to the warriors, the giants and the 49ers. And then that's, it's everybody else. And it's not fair because there's tons of people who want to hear about their teams. And it's not like it's just a problem that the Sharks have had. It's it's the rest of the Bay Area teams, and they've all been kind of glommed into that. And, you know, I, you brought it up, AJ, about the time where, you know, there, I forget which Eric Carlson story it was that you referenced because I've done it two times. One was when the Sharks signed him or made the trade for him, and the other one was when he got hurt last year. And I expressed how I was like, oh, you know, go to turn on the rate. And I was like, and there's not going to – I was like, there's not going to be anyone talking about it. It's, <laughs> like, there's not going to be anything there. So – you know, that's kind of what the idea of this is, is to have that more of that sports talk feel, more of that programming, more of that um, content that Sharks fans out there clearly have an appetite for. And 
especially um, right now when, you know, things are abnormal. It's not, it's not a normal time in the world. And, you know, people are looking for these distractions. It's not like they want to ignore what's going on in the real world, but you want to be able to turn on and hear what, you know, the players had to say after the game and hear some of those calls again that you maybe weren't able to hear or just get a little bit more insight, a little more thought, a little bit more that, you know, you, you would want, you want, you know, it's, I'm sure, you know, cause you and I, as, as media members, as talk show hosts, we wake up in the morning and we want to hear stuff that's not coming out of our own. I, I assume you get sick of your own takes, just like I get sick of my own takes, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you want to, you want to have more stuff to tune into. And I think that's what this will provide. It'll give people more of that content, more of that insight to the sharks. And especially in a year when you're cut off, I mean, there, we're, I mean, we're not going to have the normal co- uh, coverage that, or the normal interaction. I shouldn't say coverage, but like, you know, AJ, if you wanted to get a press pass, that's not a problem. You get a press pass, you go down, you go into the dressing room after the game, you get the vibe, you feel what's going on. We don't get that. Like none of us have been able to see the, the sharks camp practices and stuff. We haven't been able to see the normal things. We haven't had preseason. So when we don't have what the normal coverage would be up to this point, plus it's, it's like the games are even in San Jose, man. They're in Arizona and elsewhere around this new division. So that which we would normally look to, you have to try and give people more because the norm isn't there. Well, I mean, there was a lot to unpack there. I know that the, if you remember uh, last season, the Sharks did do, uh, I believe we called it like a, a digital road trip. You know, they yeah. had five games and uh, they they weren't on KFOX for those. It was straight off the app, and it was kind of a dip in your toe in the water. I would imagine. Um, I don't know that if if you're aware of of any conversation, but uh, do you know if the Sharks perhaps talked to the Oakland Athletics when they went all digital for a season? You know, I'm not sure actually. Um, I know that they were aware of the Sharks going uh, all digital, and then they came back with a new uh, AM station in the market. That that's it was a it's hard to 100% compare that situation to this one uh, just because I think there were a lot of inherent problems that people had with the app that we haven't had with the streaming we've had before, because I think K Fox on their website streamed it. It was streaming on the NHL app. It was streaming on Sirius XM on their NHL pages, and it was already streaming on the sharks app. So I think there was a little bit more of a, um, it was a little bit more battle tested or it seems like it's more battle tested going into it. Um, but I, you know, I don't know about specific discussions, but I mean, I, they had to be aware, right? I mean, that's, these are conversations that are uh, above my head and above my pay grade, but I mean, I'm sure they had to be um, aware of, of that going on. It would seem impossible if they didn't. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this then uh, do, are we aware yet of any kind of, um, geographical restrictions are fans in Canada going to be able to listen are fans in Europe or Australia going to be able to use the app to listen you know I don't really know at this point I don't I have not been told of any geographic restriction but I have not specifically asked about one and somebody asked on Reddit um because I, I I love Reddit, uh, not just because of the the sharks communities there but uh just because it's a great aggregate of all sorts of content um but uh, somebody asked me that and I said, I don't know, there's only really one way to find out. And that's if you're, you know, outside of what we would consider the geographic uh, lock, you know, to try and get it. But because some people said A's, you know, cast, they weren't able to get outside of a certain area. But it's weird, though, because I had had other people tell me that they had been able to stream stuff 
um, for A's when they were in Oregon and things of that nature, like not what you would consider to be the, the geographic area. So I, I don't really know how that works per se, but again, we're, we're going to find out, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's again, that I just figured this is kind of a new thing. So I would imagine the sharks are going to try some different things, see what sticks, what doesn't, what resonates with the fan base. Uh, so, you know, just basing on, on the graphic that they've shared earlier today from the PR department that uh, there's a preview show, and I guess it's going to repeat at 11.30, 3 p.m., 6.30, 10 p.m. Um, is that, are you aware, is that how, like, uh, how broadcasts are going to go? So if there's a game at 7 o'clock, they'll play that, and then, like, if you tune in again at midnight, kind of like the Giants where they have Giants that Giants replay? Of, yeah, that Giants replay. Will it be something like that, and then they'll play it again in the morning, or? Um, I th Well, I don't know for sure. I think a lot, a lot of this is in its relative infancy right now, we're trying to build it out, but I do know that those classic broadcasts are going to be a part of it. You're going to have the content that Rusinowski is going to be creating. I think the idea is to build it out more like a, uh, you know, kind of that consistent radio block scheduling, like you would have, like, you know, you're going to be able to tune in in the morning time and hear morning tide. And that's going to play. It might play on repeat for a little bit. Um, and that's going to start on Thursday morning. Um, and then you're going to probably get some of more of Rusinowski's content and more of the stuff that he's been doing. And then also, I know Nick Nolenberger is going to be contributing. Um, you know, I don't know the exact block programming schedule of it, but I think that with the current games, you know, and replays and classic games, I mean, it's, you know, the 24 seven, um, is not just a, you know, it's not just a, an aspiration. It's, there's going to be something on for 24 hours. So, you would have to expect it would be, you know, the replays of the games and the classic games, things of that nature. But it's funny that you asked that. And I guess it's, I've kind of put my blinders on, on it in a certain sense is because I've been so focused on what I'm doing and what I'm yeah. getting ready for is that I haven't asked these other questions that pertain to the bigger picture. But now I'm like, Oh, I should probably ask that, <laughs> but you, but it's, but it's a good, it's a good question. Um, and I know that I just, I do know that the idea is to build it with more of the, you tune on, tune in at a certain time of the day, you know, what's going to be on. I think that that's the, the idea that they're building towards. Yeah. Building towards a daily schedule people can rely on and count on. I get that totally. Uh, is there any, I don't know. Have, do you have a serious by any chance? I do. Okay. So I don't know about you, but that's one of those things where it's like, well, I like to listen to boomer on the point you know yeah. it, like, from like noon to two or whatever and sometimes i can't listen live i get called into a meeting or something like that but my meeting is out at 1 30 but i can go to the app and rewind it to the beginning of the show or i can go yep. back to the show beforehand do we know if this sharks audio network are they going to have that kind of like repository or that direct access to a show on the app in that specific nature like it's set up on sirius I don't know, but it is my understanding that everything's going to be podcast like it was before. So kind of, so it's kind of content on demand, if you will. Yes, there will be that. that, that that's my understanding. I could be wrong, but my understanding of it right now is that there will be that con that the regular, wherever you got your podcast, a morning tide before um, or, or anything else that it it's going to be there just the same. Um, so that kind of, that answers that aspect of it, but I don't know about the specifics of how it'll show up in the app. But I do know that people were uh, locating some of the podcast stuff in the app before. So I have to imagine that that functionality would still be there. 
Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know for certain on the app. Um, but I just, I just know that all it's it, from what I've been told, it's all going to be podcast as it was before. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So we spoke with Randy Hahn over the weekend and nice. he, men- he mentioned, um, the possibility of, uh, maybe invoking call-in at some point. Uh, I would also imagine too, that, uh, your post game on let's be honest the post game on k fox was was very much you know if if the if the sharks lost that game one to nothing that post game was about 12 minutes long <laughs> but if there was you know <laughs> if, if they won five to two or something like that well then it's 20 25 minutes but let's be honest, there was a couple that that post game was over before i got home now that everything is <laughs> on the radio or not on the radio that it's on this app i'm assuming that that's going to allow ruzanowski to perhaps kind of deep dive more and to take it one step further, you know, I, I'm, I'm from the original generation. I go back to the days of KLIV and <laughs> there was after post game, there was actually call in, you know, the, yeah. some sort of call in show where fans could, you know, say what the hell's going on with this power play or what's, you know, <laughs> and they had some sort of uh, interaction with the fans. Uh, has there been any talk about doing something along those lines other than what Randy was saying? I know, well, in terms of the specific interaction, I don't know as of yet, but I know that there has been talk of the desire to do um, like particularly actual live programming. I know that with my stuff, they want to get questions out there. They want to have stuff on social media. They want me to be able to look to people's tweets from the night before after the game and say, you know, you know, at AJ is angry about what he saw from the penalty kill last night. And I can read your take and give my reaction to it, stuff like that. But I do know that there has been the the talk of getting more of that um, actual live and with the call in and with the fan reaction and things of that nature. And I think that's part of the, the long-term idea that they're building to, because like I said, like right now, it's all, it's all at the start. And it, you, at the same time, you want to do everything but you also want to make sure that what's going out there at the start is also very, very good. So it's not quite there yet, but I think we've all expressed the desire to do things of that nature. And, you know, so far with what we learned last year with that digital weekend, because with that, I was doing the post game coverage for those games and they were doing extended pregame shows before it was Dan and Hetty and Dan and Bakes. And they were taking questions and they were, you know, I think they were going out to about an hour before the game. And it was great uh, for, for people like us who, you know, you can't get enough. Um, and then I would go for about, I don't know, I think it was about 45 minutes after their post-game show had ended and we had taken some um, some tweets and some questions were thrown out on social media and we were reading people's takes of that nature. Um, so I think we're, you know, trying to involve it to at that extent right off the bat. Um, but with that vision of wanting to, to do more of the classic sports talk, because yeah, I remember the old KLIV days on 1590, uh, one mm-hmm. of the... Uh, and it, you know, KLIV is no more, right? Oh yeah. 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 It's, it's sad because that's where I started off doing the earthquakes broadcast, the earthquakes, my first few years before we went to 1050, they were on 1590 and for more KLIV knowledge, uh, back when we landed on the moon, uh, my dad was doing the news for KLIV that day. So he got to announce on the radio that we had landed on the moon. <laughs> Oh my lord, that is fantastic! That's good knowledge right there. That's good. It's it's something. <laughs> oh my lord! Um, so uh, maybe we got everything. No covered. moon landings, I don't think anytime no, no, no. soon. So I don't think I don't think we can do that on the Sharks Audio Network. But you know, 
Well, so what we have the network launching tomorrow and we know it's going to be 56 games. Hopefully it goes beyond that and includes playoffs and whatnot. But once the season, you know, once the Stanley cup has been awarded, is there any type of a plan for the off season? I mean, obviously I would, you know, I, I would assume that there's going to be some sort of coverage about whether it's, uh, the, maybe you stream the draft or information about the draft or there'll be a draft show or that there'll be some sort of show between yourself or Ruzanowski or head of your bakes that kind of discuss who the, the sharks drafted. And I'm sure some, uh, you know, audio clips, some interviews with uh, Doug Wilson and crew to, you know, talk about mm-hmm. who they got. Is that one of the things that, or is any of that off season stuff that has been talked about yet as well? It, it hasn't been discussed as of yet, but I know that um, when we were talking this offseason, like we expected that it's even weird to call it this offseason. When we were talking during the break before the bubble came back, there was an, uh, there was an expectation that it would be, you know, you'd be building back towards a normal season. So we expected that we would be doing shows around free agency and around um, different things in the offseason. But because it was so strange in the way it all worked out. It didn't, it didn't quite happen that way. Um, but I, you know, even though we haven't had those specific discussions in terms of how that's going to work, other than the fact that we know those overall, you know, there's been like talk of like, Oh, now we have the availability to do more in the off season. Now we have the availability to do more about, you know, a free agent or about a draft like you alluded to, or other, other stories that might come up. Um, this gives us the opportunity to do that. And I was talking to Dan Rusnowski about this earlier today, and we were just saying how it's so great because if something does, if something big happens, whether it's a trade, whether it's a, you know, historic moment, whether it's, you know, whatever it's going to be, um, we can immediately put something out there. We can record something and get it up onto the internet as fast as possible, push it out over the app and be like, boom, we have reactionary coverage to this. Cause I remember, um, in the summer of 2019, when it was announced that the Sharks had signed Eric Carlson, it was like that start that came down. And then the Sharks said, Ted, can you do, you know, can we get your re- a reaction show from you? Let's get you to do an interview with Eric Carlson. And I believe we did another interview with, um, I think it was Pierre LeBron. That was when we had him on to talk about, you know, his reactions to it and those natures. So that was like, boom, that was going down. We were able to do something and get it out there. I think that if we'd had more of a normal offseason you might have seen things more of of that nature this past year and i think that we would like to do more of that in the future but in terms of the specific discussions about this specific offseason it hasn't been that concrete other than i know that it's been part of the the general brainstorm all right and we'll see and i like that idea too that whether it's if it's carlson signing an extension or you know some big acquisition happens or something along those lines that with it being built around a digital platform on your phone that you could actually even send a push notification you know it says hey this uh, we're talking about you know we're talking about what just happened and you can you know listen to the show there are 20 minute interview with whoever and so on so that is in fact a great option and you know of course who you have to get involved bar none is Brody freaking Brazil. Cause that guy, <laughs> that guy doesn't leave his house. He doesn't leave that, that 10 by 10 shed that he has set up as a gorgeous studio. 
So you got to get him involved. He's got the, you know, the whole radio thing, the whole shebang in his house. He's, 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 he's looking for reasons to put out content, man. <laughs> Brody's the man. He, he knows that uh, he can't, uh, he can't get rid of me that easy. And that's like, that's the thing is like, you, you get so used to seeing all these people all the time. You go out to the arena, you see Brody, you go out to the arena, you see Dan, you go out and you see all these people. Like these are all like, friends you know like it's more than like a work friend type deal where it's like you know like they're they're like me and randy and jamie baker a couple of years ago we went to tom petty when he was coming to the sap center and stuff and like these are friends and people you like, spend a lot of time with over the course of the year and like i haven't seen these guys in forever it's cra- i mean there's been like zoom conferences and stuff and it's it's so weird man like like brody's exactly in that i think my last interview stuff was talking A's with Brody back in the spring, back before um, everything had been figured out when baseball was going to restart. But yeah, man, like I, you can't get enough of Brody. He's the man. He's, and he's such a nice guy. <laughs> oh, uh, absolutely. And you guys should have a runoff. It's like who you, who's getting longer here versus <laughs> him getting longer up here because he's, he's, he's a, he's a boy, but he is about three months away from like eighties hairband level. It's well, it's great. I mean, this is the thing is like, I think we all assumed we'd be able to get haircuts. And like my idea with my beard was like, I'm sure I'll be able to go and get it trimmed and cleaned up. And because I could, you know, just take the clippers, but I'm like, I want to keep the length and get it kind of shaped. I things far beyond my ability, but like, you can't like take off a mask and get a beard trim. doesn't really work right now. Oh man. I had hoped for it, but it's not, we're not there yet. Sucks. Jeez, I know. I need a haircut myself. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> you're making me jealous, man. <laughs> it's one area where I was ahead of the curve. I was just oh. like Amazon razors. Just <laughs> <laughs> So the, the preview show starts tomorrow morning. Eight o'clock will be the first launch of it. Do we know who who's uh, behind this? What that is going that that's Rusey and Hetty and Honor. Uh, it's the three of them on it. Um, and then the following morning, that's when I'll have my uh, uh, Honda NHL West division preview. Oh, fan- oh, so they're going to kind of focus more on the Sharks where you're going to talk about the other teams in the division? Yeah, I'm going to talk about the division as a whole. And there will be some Sharks talking there because it would not oh, would make sense uh, not to because they are part of the division. And then Thursday morning before the first game will be the first morning tide. Fantastic. And uh, at some point, I look forward to like, I don't know, Ted's Tuesday trivia or, so, you know, <laughs> expand the programming a little bit. So we, we have some fun with it. Maybe you can do, uh, you know, uh, trivia things where you can uh, give out a bobblehead or something along those lines. It's funny that you bring that up because that's what like my brother was pitching because we were talking about content ideas. He's like, what about some trivia? I was like, yeah, it's a good. It's, I was like, that's not bad. I like that because we were also thinking about what could you do that. Like, how could you involve fans? You get like a panelist of fans, stuff like that. Pick fans to come on, you know, three different fans, see who wins, do the kind of the Jeopardy format. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like you have cool ideas of that nature. But AJ, what I'm most looking forward to is a reality where you and I can sit next to each other at SAP Center and have a beer together because Absolutely. we've done it before and we haven't been able to do that for a while. And I think we all expected that we'd be able to do it again sooner than it's actually happening. So it's, that's, that's one reality that I'm very much looking forward to. Yeah. I, I honestly, when those doors finally crack open and we're allowed to get 17, 562 in there safely, I just hope 
SAP has prepared, like, let's fill all the taps. <laughs> Every bar <laughs> is completely stocked because we're all going to party tonight, <laughs> no uh, matter win or lose. <laughs> yes. No, the party, the party that will go down that night is going to be epic. And like, it's one of those things that I've often like thought about. It's like, what's it going to be like? What's it going to be like when we're back there? And it's because you have to imagine like people are probably it's going to be a little weird being around that many people. Like even now when I'm at a grocery store and it's really crowded, I'm like, it's kind of weird. And then I'm like, Ted, this isn't weird at all. It's normal. It's just, there happens to be a, a, a pandemic happening, but yeah, man, I, that, like I've, I've fantasized, I fantasized about a couple of things. It's like one of them is the, the full arena at SAP center. Obviously earthquake stadium is another one. The other one is just going to a restaurant inside no anxiety and having a game on TV having a burger, having a beer, embracing the atmosphere, people watching like that. That's like, it, it, that sounds as fun as I, as I remember, right? Like I always enjoyed myself in those situations. I'm not, I'm not overdoing this, right? No, I go into a sports bar, you know, it's yeah. like, mm. well, it, you know, to bring it back to what you talked about in 2013, when the, when the sharks reopened the doors and they had, you know, some of the names and faces standing there inviting people in, as I remember at the time, is that they had all expressed their concern about what was happening to the local businesses that relied on what would happen with the Sharks fans that would come into that area. And, you know, go, you know, you, you talk about all the different bars and all the different restaurants that all that were part of the Sharks experience. And those are, those are communities and business owners and families and people that have been directly affected by this. And we all want to get back to that time where, People are backpacking the arena so they can go back to their favorite restaurants and their favorite bars and their favorite places and then all converge on SAP Center for a game and then go back out to those bars and restaurants after the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like a year since I've been to, uh, you know, San Pedro Square. So I'd like yeah. to get back to the market. Me and, too. You know, have that thing. So uh, Sharks fans, eight o'clock in the morning, January 12th. That's your first preview show. Check that out. It's so this is uh, the, I just want to make sure that we dot all the uh, dot all the T's cross all the I's. Uh, this is they can get this off the Sharks app. They don't have to download a new platform or anything. No, no, it's it's on the existing Sharks app. Uh, it's the Sharks and SAP Center app um, uh, that it's it's all as one thing. And there's a picture of Brent Burns um, front and center on the app. So that's how you know you've downloaded the correct one. <laughs> Perfecto. Uh, thank you so much for joining and kind of explaining what you can expect with this new audio network. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and maybe this is another thing too, that maybe, uh, helps people enjoy their, uh, commute on mass transit to and from a game. Once they're all open, you just kind of pop in the earbuds and listen on the way in, listen on the way out. Don't have to worry about, uh, frequencies getting lost on when you go under a, a bridge or something, as long as the Wi-Fi strong and cellular networks rock and we're all good. That yes, ex exactly. All of these things and more. Cause uh, right now this is just the beginning. We're just going to keep on building it, try and make it better and better so that you do not find yourself in those situations that I've been far too many times where you hear about something about the sharks, you turn on the radio and there's nothing there. So that's, mm. this is what we're doing it on our own now. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Yeah. How long have we been talking about that? Uh, so <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah at Ted Ramey media. You can find him on Twitter there. Uh, and thank you very much for joining. And we'll, uh, we'll look for that first show coming up this week. Peace AJ first show. And then eventually first beer together in person. How about that? Absolutely. Thanks for coming on, man.